Know my name, God the Holy Ghost, give me this message from watching a movie, Pinocchio, amen? And I got some scripture to go along with what God's put in our heart. Luke chapter number 22 and verse number 1, if you're there, say amen. amen. The Bible said, Now the feast of the unleavened bread drew nigh, which is called the Passover. And the chief priests and scribes saw how they might kill him, for they feared the people. Look here now. Then entered Satan into Judas, surnamed Iscariot, being of the number of the twelve. And he went his way and communed with the chief priests and captains how he might betray him unto them. And they were glad and coveted and coveted uh, to keep him money. And he promised and sought opportunity to betray him unto them in the absence of the multitude. My thought really comes from verse number 3 where the Bible said, Then Satan entered Satan into Judas, surnamed Iscariot, being one of the number of the twelve. If the Lord will help me for a little while, I want to try to preach and minister to each of our hearts on this thought. Six proofs that you're Satan's puppet. Six proofs that you're Satan's puppet. Would you please pray with me and pray for me. Father, we do love you. God, we thank you, Lord, for the good opportunity that we have to be here this morning. Now, God, I pray, Lord, that you would give me touch, and God, you'd give me an unction. Lord, you'd give me an anointing that only you can give. God, I cannot preach. I can't pray. I can't sing. I can't do a thing on my own. And so, Lord, if you would, God, I'm asking you to get on me, Lord, and help me, God, to help your people. Lord, I, within myself, dwelleth no good thing, but God... Uh, you're the one that called me, so Lord, please slip me on this morning. Use me, Lord, not for my glory or credit, God, or a pat on the back, but God, that you would challenge the hearts of your people, Lord. You would draw that lost sinner that may be here this morning to say, uh, Lord, the salvation, and God, that prodigal, Lord, and that one who's, uh, Lord, being controlled in this life. I pray, God, that you would break those bonds and chains, and Lord, give liberty and freedom, and set the captive free, and help us this morning. Oh, God, please help us this morning, and I'll be the first to thank you and praise you. One more time, do it, O oh Lord, for thy glory in Jesus' name and for his lovely sake. And all the Lord's people said, Amen and Amen. You may be seated. Six proves that you're Satan's puppet. Quickly this morning, by way of introduction, I want to say it is here in Luke's Gospel where we find that the lovely Lamb of God is fixing to uh, make His way to a hill called Calvary. Can I say Mary Magdalene according to the other Gospels has uh, anointed His body with precious ointment or spikenard from His head to His feet in preparation for His burial. To her, it was nothing more than a type of worship. But Matthew said in Matthew chapter 12 26, uh, the Bible said in verse 6, Now when Jesus was in Bethany in the house of Simon the leper, there came unto him a woman having uh, an alabaster box of pre very precious ointment and poured it on his head uh, and he sat at meat. Now listen, but when his disciples saw it, they had 
indignation saying to what purpose is this waste for this ointment might have been sold for much and given to the poor but when Jesus understood it he said unto them why trouble ye the woman for she hath wrought a good work upon me at Matthew 26 verse 11 he said for you have the poor always with you but me you have not always for in that she hath poured this ointment on my body she did it for my burial uh, preacher why would you say all that because uh, I want you to understand the scene I want you to get an image in your mind of what has happened and what's taken place uh, in Luke chapter number 22 uh, my friend the son of God uh, is fixing to walk up Calvary's hill he's yeah. fixing to take my cross uh, and he's fixing to take your cross uh, and he's fixing to bear uh, uh, the sins of the whole world uh, upon his own shoulders and so as he died a criminal's death uh, uh, to redeem the world from our sin uh, uh, can I say this has occurred uh, uh, this event in the very last hours uh, of the life of the son of God uh, we understand this is also uh, uh, what the Bible refers to as the last uh, of the Passovers can I say uh, it is right here in Luke's gospel what is taking place uh, is Jesus would sit one more time one last time with his disciples and they would sit at a table for the last time in his earthly ministry up before Calvary and break bread uh, and that's where Jesus would look at his disciples uh, and say take this bread this is my body and drink this juice for this is my blood and my friend this is where the Lord would explain to them how he would give his body and spill his blood up for the sins of the entire world you must understand this morning amongst those there at the table at the last supper was a name that rings loud and clear and always has and always will through the portals of time and that's a disciple by the name of Judas a spirit can I say Judas at this point officially becomes uh, one of Satan's puppets. Uh, can I say my friend uh, Judas is seated together up there with the other disciples at the table with the Savior of the entire world and Jesus begins to explain them uh, uh, that there's one that sits in the midst uh, that's a betrayer uh, there's one that sits in the midst uh, uh, that would sell him out for hardly nothing uh, my friend uh, he explained it. It said he said it's the one uh, who will dip the sop, the SOP, or the sign of perdition. Uh, John said in John 13, uh, verse 26 and 27, Jesus answered, He it is uh, to whom I shall give a sop uh, when I have dipped it. And when he had dipped the sop, uh, he gave it to Judas Iscariot. And after the sop, listen now, this is King James Bible. Bible. After Jesus hands him the sop or the bread that had been dipped, the Bible.
Bible said in, in John 13, 27, and after the sop, Satan entered into him. Uh, we just read in Luke's gospel, uh, my friend, uh, the Bible said in verse number 3, then entered Satan into Judas. Uh, can I say as I prayed this morning, God slipped me on like a glove. What does that phrase mean? Well, I'm asking that God would be the one you see this morning. I'm asking that God would be the voice you hear. I'm asking that my moves and my motives and my words would be His moves and his motives and his words. That's what that means. Uh, as soon as I began to watch Pinocchio, uh, my friend, I, the Holy Ghost took my mind. I go and Satan entered into Judas. Now, can I say in that movie, they were moving them puppets like this. Uh, but how many of y'all know Homer and Henry? Help us, somebody. How many of y'all know that not all puppets uh, are moved by strings? Uh, uh, but some puppets, uh, the hand is entered in. Uh, uh, my friend there, uh, my friend there, under the influence uh, of the one that the hand is in. Can uh, uh, I say I'm glad for the times uh, uh, that I can unapologetically report to you uh, that the hand of God has been at work in my life. Uh, uh, but I've got to also admit regretfully uh, and sorrowful as a child of God. Uh, there's been times that the devil has been the one in control uh, of my motives and my moves and my actions and my words and my feelings. Listen to me. You're one or two this morning. It's either God's hand working in you and through you or you're a puppet of the devil. I've come to tell you this morning, Satan literally enters into Judas Iscariot. I think it's safe to say that at that very moment, if one can't be sure, prior up to this day, I believe we can all agree right then at that very moment uh, uh, that Satan enters into Judas uh, uh, that Judas becomes a pu a puppet of Satan from then on everything he would do the puppeteer would be in charge I hope God y'all picking up what I'm throwing down the puppeteer is in charge of the puppet I said Homer and Henry. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Please, unto God, tell me you know Homer and Henry. They're legends. I mean, they're so likable, they may be real boys. You know, the job of a puppeteer is to take something that is not realistic and try to make it appear to be realistic. Can I say there's some facts that I want to share with you about both a puppet and a puppeteer. You say, where can you find this? Google. The Bible says this about a puppeteer. Uh, or excuse me, Google says it, not the Bible. Google says this about a puppeteer. A puppeteer is a person, listen now, who manipulates an inanimate object called a puppet to create the illusion that the puppet is alive. Now think about this. A puppeteer uh, then takes the puppet which is often shaped like a human and the puppeteer, uh, Google says, may be visible to or hidden from an audience. Yeah. Think about that. Yeah. Some people we're looking at, we can see something ain't right. But then others, 
puppeteers in the rafters. Pulling strings. Making moves. It's easy to spot when Homer here is sitting on his lap and his arm stays up the whole time. Now give the old man credit. He's pretty good at not moving his mouth when he talked. But we all knew he was the puppeteer. But can I say in that little old Disney movie I was watching, there was a little uh, ballerina puppet and, and up in the rafters was a real ballerina, a human, and she knew all the right moves to make and she knew everything. I mean, it looked so realistic how a little wooden little girl could uh, do and flow and move so wonderful. It's because the one that was controlling her, that's who she was. Uh, can I say, my friend, when the devil uh, sinks his claws in us, uh, and he becomes the master puppeteer uh, of our life. Ain't nobody knows uh, how to play church like the devil. Ain't nobody knows uh, how to get in a choir and sing like the devil. I'm telling you, we're dealing with puppets in these last days. The puppeteer may be visible or hidden to the audience. A puppeteer can often operate a puppet, listen, indirectly by the use of strings, rods, wires, electronics, or directly by his or her own hands placed inside the puppet, holding it internally. Are y'all re- listening to what I'm telling you? Google, Google's right with God on this one. They don't even know it. It said the puppeteer will hold it internally or any other part of the body. Some puppet styles require, listen here, some puppet styles require two or more puppeteers to work together to create a single puppet character. The devil has some followers. They followed him all the way from the throne. When he when he was cast out, they fell with him. And I'm here to tell you, listen to me. Oh God, I feel I feel a burden in my spirit. Not only is the devil controlling some of y'all, but you're under such influence. He's convinced you that you're a real this or you're a real that. Hey, I'm here to tell you, uh, my friend, a puppet's never been real. Uh, But my friend, uh, sometimes it's not just the devil pulling strings and rods uh, or with his hand in your life. Uh, But there's also another influence uh, from another world. Uh, I told a preacher just yesterday, I said, brother, I'm praying for you. in a day and hour at my friend where there's puppets in the house of God and the puppeteer is Satan I said this about the puppeteer listen to this about puppets a puppet is an object often resembling a human that is animated or manipulated this is Google's words terminology or manipulated by a person called a puppeteer So in other words, if you're a puppet, you are manipulated by the puppeteer, which is Satan. The puppeteer uses movements of their own hands, their own arms, their own controls or devices such as rods or strings to move the body, the head, the limbs, and in some cases both the mouth and even the eyes. This is Google. Puppeteer. Notice what things the puppeteer controls or moves. Listen to this. The body, 
the head, the limbs, and in some cases, both the mouth and the eyes. Hello? Let me ask you a question. Who's in charge? Who's controlling your eyes this morning? Some of y'all are looking at things that you don't even really, you can't understand why you are. I can tell you why. There's a hand at work in your life and it ain't God's. Puppeteer. Can I say this? Uh, Google says about puppets, uh, uh, Google says that the puppeteer often speaks in the voice of the character of the puppet and then synchronizes the movements of the puppet's mouth with his spoken part. Y'all please get this. When you hear a puppet say something, it ain't that puppet speaking. Right, right. I'm reminded of Ephesians where it said, For wrestle not against flesh and blood. Right. Can I say, whoever it is that's running their mouth about you this morning, they're not your enemy. It's the hand at work that's yeah. on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, hey, hey, that's the voice of the puppeteer. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, because I'm here to tell you, we're not one another's enemy this morning. We're fighting a battle between good and evil, right and wrong, holy and unholy, just and unjust. Hey, I'm not at war with my brother. I'm not at war with my sister. I'm not even at war with my enemy. I'm at war and you're at war with the master puppeteer, the devil, who's in control, who's influencing, who's moving, making, molding. My friend, in fashioning people liken unto himself. It's what a puppeteer does to a puppet. And I say without one doubt, Brother Shelby, Judas Iscariot in this text becomes Satan's puppet. Would you agree with me? Here's what's scary to me. By watching that movie the other day, I found this out. Pinocchio really did not believe he was a puppet. You know what's scary? There's puppets in here this morning. But you're going to go out of here screaming, I'm a real boy. You're not. But you're going to leave here. The yeah, message was might have been for so-and-so, but it wasn't for me. You're nothing more than a spiritualized Pinocchio. You can cry you're real till the cows come home. But I'm here to tell you uh, when the devil's got his hand in you and on you and he's pulling the strings in your life, my friend, you're in bondage as a puppet to Satan. Can I say this morning, fact is, there wasn't nothing about Pinocchio real. And this is sad. There's a lot of people that sit on the church pew week in and week out. Now listen to me. I hope to God you've came to hear from the Lord. Good people sit in good churches and ain't one blessed thing about them that's real. And they don't realize it because they're crying, I'm a real boy. And the puppeteers in the rafters pulling the strings. That's what happens in Judas. What guess who? Guess who sold the Lord out? It, it wasn't Judas. It was, but it was Satan working in Judas. 
You with me, ain't you? Again, we're not fighting one another. We're fighting that hand that gets in us and on us, the puppeteer. I've said it. I said it just a few services ago, but I'll say it again. You are only on one side of the spectrum this morning. Let me tell you something. God don't share a hand with the devil. You ain't going to convince me because it's against the Bible that you, well, I mean, I know the devil's pulling some strings, but God's got the majority of the control. Listen to me. God is either in full control or no control. Now that's a fact. Y'all with me, ain't you? God either has every part of you or none of you. God don't settle for pieces and halves and percentages. You Listen, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but it's good news. You are either in or out. And unfortunately, there's some this morning, you're out. So how do you know that? Because I see the hand that's working. It ain't God's. You're out. I ain't mad, I'm heartbroken that there's puppets that the devil is controlling people that come to a place that's, that's got an option, an option and the availability of victory over the flesh and victory over sin. I mean, I just preached on it. Oh, when we go to war with self, you've got to overcome your stinking rotten flesh. But as long as the devil's pulling the strings, hmm. And I say there's blood-bought, born-again believers who think they're in good relationship with God, but they're not. I ain't just talking to lost people today. I'm actually talking more to saved people than I am lost people. Because here's the sad reality. The devil most definitely is in charge of everybody that's lost. He's pulling all the strings. But there is a possibility of being saved and He can control your life. What do you mean? Well, if I read my Bible right, it talked about uh, delivering such a one unto Satan for the destruction of the flesh. And that was a believer. Are you with me? Listen to me. There was a time period in my life, every step I took, he was the one moving the string. Every, every time I turned around, he was doing the turning. Every time I looked, he was directing my eyes. Every time I spoke, he was opening my mouth. I'm talking about, hey, I was a saint as the apostle Paul, but I was a puppet of Satan. Some of you are too. And I've came to show you how to know if you're one of Satan's puppets. Six proof. Six proofs that you're Satan's puppet. Number one, we see Judas was controlled. Look in verse 3. The Bible said, Then entered Satan into Judas, surnamed Iscariot, being of the number of twelve. Can I say this? Is, everything that takes place from this point forward is the devil's doing. Are you with me? When God, when you're filled, we, we talk about the Spirit-filled life, when God's hand is in you at work, everything you do is a product of God. It's nothing good. There's no good thing that dwelleth in us. Can I get a witness? There's no good thing that dwelleth in us. But when Christ is in us, that's the only good, that's the only hope. And any good or righteous or prosperous or a holy thing, it's nothing of our own flesh or our own degree or our own power or our own authority. It's all God's. Amen. 
and the same for the other side of the spectrum. And I say the devil had planned right here. He thought, well, I know I'm finally gonna, I'm finally gonna cut the head off Jesus right here. There's Judas. Uh, I'll be his puppeteer. He never was really sincere. And so he's seen a crack in those twelve and enters into Judas and he, he, he said, well, I, the whole goal of the devil was to take the head off of Jesus. Turns out though, we know then the story. He don't get the head of Jesus. He gets the heel of Jesus. Right on the back of his head. He might not get the head. He didn't get the head, but he got the heel. Amen. I cannot, I begin to think about that. I wonder why it's an actual reaction. It is to me. If there's a snake and I, I have to do something, first thing I want to do is put my foot on its head. I don't want to reach down for it. Some of y'all do. You're, you're crazy. I want to put my foot on its head. I ain't got nothing. I ain't got a hole or, or, or a shovel or shotguns. I ain't fired or something. I'm putting my foot on its head. That's exactly what the Lord has done to the devil. But the devil lives in this false reality and he's got some of y'all there. That he might come out on top. But the heel of our Lord has been bruised on the head of the serpent. Can I say this morning whoever betrays Christ and His truths, His church, listen to me. If you're living your life in a way that contradicts this book, can I tell you who's behind that? Yes, sir. The puppeteer. I hope to God y'all hear me this morning. Because I'm trying to help you. Listen, it ain't so-and-so's fault. The reason you're in the position you're in, it's not somebody else's fault. It's us opening the door for the devil. If you're not careful, Satan will take over the reins and pull all the strings and control everything. I'll tell you what Satan wants to control this morning. If you become one of his puppets, first thing he wants to get your mind. First thing he wants is your mind. Some of y'all sitting here right now and you've got thoughts that crawled out of the hole in hell. Maybe it's about somebody. Maybe it's about sin. And y'all ever come to pray and the, and the most god awfulest thing in the whole entire country pops up in your mind? Let me tell you what that is. He's hanging in the rafters. He's trying to get string on you. Oh. You with me? Yes. And when you, when, you, when you ponder on what you just thought about, does that make sense? Right. Then all of a sudden that thing grows and evolves. And next thing you know, in the wee hours of the night, your mind is completely corrupt and defiled. Why? There's a hand that wants control of that thing called our mind. Not only does he want to control your mind, he wants to control your motives. You know what the devil knows about some of y'all? You're going to do right. He's trying to get you to quit and you won't. So instead of trying to get you to quit doing right, he's going to start affecting the motives of what you do. What you're doing is right, but what you, how's your motives? Can I tell you, the devil can walk you out into church. He knows how to look when he comes to church. You know, he spent a pretty good time in heaven. Yeah. He knows what the Lord likes. Matter of fact, he knows his favorite song. Yeah. Yeah. He was the leader of it. Right. I'll tell you what we got, a bunch of musicians. 
Now, judges, this is how it is. Amen. It's a show. You with me? Not the You want your motives. There's preachers this morning that's going to stay in that pulpit and the devil's going to preach. Their motives ain't to help nobody. Their motives are not to sow into the flock. Their motives are not to try to help the lost sheep. Oh, Bless your heart, preacher. God help me. Help me. These boys, because he's got their motive. He's got their minds. It's a puppet show. He wants control. Are you hearing me? He wants control. He wants our mouths. He wants you to say what he wants said. He wants our mouth. He wants you to write your baby down. That's what he wants. He wants, Brother John, for you to say things you shouldn't say. Don't let him be your puppet dealer. He wants to sow discord in the church. Right. Yeah. He wants to create all the division. He's the master. Puppeteer. He wants control of your mouth. Yep. He wants you to run down the preacher. Yep. He wants you to run down the deacon. Right. Yep. He wants you to run down the one that's done everything in the world wrong. And you shouldn't do that either. Right. Yeah. Yep. Exactly right. I'm telling you, I learned most of this the hard way because I used to be just as guilty sitting around in circles. I hate to tell you, as a young preacher, but I'd sit around in circles and talk about everybody who was the best stuff. Yeah, I can't talk. God said, hey, I can't. I don't like it. You know what I realized? In a motel room with 15 preachers. Satan was going to have one of the mouths. There's been more harm done in the midst of circles at, at the Waffle House than we'll ever know yeah. Yeah. amongst preachers. Right. Oh, so and so doing this. Well, just let him do it. You ain't going to stop him. No help! Yeah, you don't have to pray for him, but keep your mouth off of him. Keep your mouth off of the bride. Keep your mouth off your brother. Yeah. He wants control of the mouth. Listen to me. He wants control of your mood. You know what I noticed about Pinocchio? The puppeteer was in charge of whether he had a frown on his face yeah. or a smile. He was in charge if he sang or if he laughed or if he danced or if he sobbed. You with me? That little ballerina puppet that was on that movie that one minute, one minute she was controlling that, uh, that little ballerina girl and she was smiling and, and she was dancing and flowing and twirling. Then the next minute she dropped down and she's upset, she's sorrowful. Listen to me, the devil as the puppeteer uh, wants to control our moods. Uh, he'll put you in a service uh, and you'll, you'll miss everything. 
He wants your mood, control of your mood. He wants control of your moves. And I tell you, there's people in another church this morning that's supposed to be in this church. Right. Yeah. Right. Yes, sir. But he's in control. Yeah. They can't go where God wants them to go. Because he ain't got control of their life. Right. Listen to me. That's good. When God is in control of your moves, you'll make the right ones. Yeah. yeah. I, I believe I got pretty good Bible to back this up. He don't do a whole lot of moving when it comes to the local church. Yeah. Very seldom. Does God get involved and pluck people up from the place they've been planning? It does happen, but not on the scale that we see it happening. Yeah. Yeah. Who's making all them moves? Judas, when he took the steps down to the chief priest and the captains, the scribes, the Pharisees, the murderers, the liars, I promise you one man that wasn't in charge of that. That wasn't God's move. Right. Y'all with me, ain't you? Disadvanced in that man. I tell you, but I've been places that the devil led my moves. Some of y'all are in a place right now God didn't put you here. Y'all with me? Yeah. God didn't do that. Who did it? The same one that moved Judas. The master puppeteer. Can I tell you what the devil wants control of? And I'm hurrying. I've only been preaching 30 minutes. He wants control of your memory. And not just your mind, but your memory. Why in the world does the things you've done 15 years ago flood your mind, but you, we can't remember John 3.16? Because he's going with them old files. Picking them up, dropping them down. You can't name two sermons that's been preached in the last two weeks. But you know that Junior never did pay you that money 35 years ago. That he borrowed for a leather belt at the flea market. Got his name put on it. You can still tell the details of the design that was around his name on that leather belt at the flea market. But you have no idea what I preached on my Sunday. You all seen this? Yeah. Yes. I, I, I'm just giving you six proofs that you're Satan's puppet. Number one, he's in control. Number two, <coughs> I, 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 I'm going to try to get through this. Number two, when, when looking at these six proofs uh, that you're Satan's puppet, we see that Judas was controlled. Number two, we see Judas went undercover. Look at verse 3. The Bible said, And then Satan entered, uh, entered Satan into Judas Iscariot, being of the number of the twelve. Verse 4. And he went his way and communed with the chief priests and captains. Hell, he might betray. Can I say, it is here in verse 3 that we see that he was numbered with the twelve. In other words, he was a disciple in verse 3. Does everybody see that? But in verse 4, he goes his own way and communes with the chief priests and captains, the ones that wanted to kill the one he was supposedly following. 
Can I say that Judas was not undercover with the chief priest and the captains? You with me? That ain't where he was undercover. Actually, Judas was. He was in his natural habitat. I'm not seeing God. You want to prove that you're a puppet? Here's one. When you get with the twelve, you go undercover with who you really are. Yeah. You ain't having to put on in the world. That's who you are. That's your natural instinct. You don't have to try to be wicked. Right. Good preacher. But when you walk in here. It's nothing more than a shell. Your shell ain't a bit real. Your song ain't real. Your service ain't real. You may push it back in and we, we all think you're being a blessing but the whole time you're murmuring and complaining and cussing under your breath and thinking about how lazy everybody else is. I'm telling you the devil will put you under cover. Amen. You're his puppet. Put on. Can I tell you something? People's mastered. They've mastered how to have church. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Sure has. Way, the way to be at church. Yeah. But they ain't at church. And everything they're doing at church is fake and phony and false. Can I say Judas was never genuine about the Son of God? He was never honest about his own heart. He was never sincere about the Savior uh, because Judas was Satan's puppet. He played the part. Listen, Judas put on his discipleship. Judas put on his desire. Judas put on his doctrine. Judas put on his duty. Nothing that Judas done was sincere or meaningful to him. When he was with Christ and his disciples, he was undercover every time he went to church. I wonder how many people come in here and you know in your heart, this, the person we know, is not who you are. You're a fake and a phony. Are you calling me names? No, I'm giving you truth. I'm not calling you that. I'm announcing to you. I want you to realize if you have to, if, if the strings have to be pulled, and this is a this is a, a this is a facade. When you walk in this place, it's not genuine. You're Satan's puppet. I'm gonna tell you how good Judas was at being undercover. We all know this: a good undercover cop goes undetected. They can walk up the crack house and they think he's a crackhead. Yeah. They can go down downtown centers in the basement to the illegal casino and they're the best, they're the best one there. Right. They can go into the best of them and rob banks and hold people up. They can do it all. They're going undetected. Judas was very good at going undetected. How do you know? Jesus told him. Told the disciples, there's one here that's going to betray me. You know what they all said? Besides one, they all said, is an I. In other words, Brother Caleb, he didn't stand up and say no more act to betray Jesus. 
to them than they did themselves. There's a Judas in here. You know what Judas will be? He'll be so sweet. You'll look around and say, Right. Oh my goodness, he must be talking about me because I can't see no no potential no Jesus. Right, right. That's how good he is at going around the covenant. You with me, ain't you? I'm talking about being a puppet of Satan that you know you. You know you. But nobody else does. And there's something here this morning I can't put my finger on. But you know you. And you know it's a show. And I say this morning, Proofs that you're Satan's puppet. Judas went undercover. Everything that you do is void. And empty. It's not what's on the inside. It's nothing more than a puppet show if you have to go undercover every time you get around God. Right? Why do we got to pretend when we get in the presence of God? I'm going to tell you the only reason you got to go to pretending as if you're a puppet. If the devil's got control of your life, that's when you go undercover. Can I say, you may act like you share the same discipleship, desires, and doctrine, and duties, but you and God both know somebody else is pulling the strings on your life. And it ain't God. Can I say this morning that the devil is the lying serpent that came out of hell. And here's what he does. He's the one who has a tongue of tailbearing. He's the one that has eyes of envy. He's the one that have ears of entitlement. He's the one that have hands of hypocrisy and feet of falsehood and legs of lust and arms of accusation and a mind of manipulation and a desire for discord and a heart full of hatred. It's what the Lord spoke to me about what He is. Can I say ain't nobody better at manipulating a puppet to look real amongst the righteous better than the devil. He knows it all. Can I say if everything you do here is undercover, then my friend, I'm here to tell you this morning, being played by the master puppeteer. Yes, thirdly, I'm hurrying along. When looking at these six proofs that you're Satan's puppet, we see thirdly, Judas was conniving. Look at verse 4. And he went his way and communed with the chief priests and captains how he might betray him unto them. Can I give you a definition of the word conniving? It means to be given to or involved in conspiring to do something immoral, illegal, or harmful. Webster's 1828 defines conniving as closing the eyes against faults, permitting faults to pass uncensored. May I say not only is being conniving mean that you're willing to be involved with something that's immoral, illegal, or harmful, unholy, but it also means, according to Webster, that you'll do those things and never bat an eye. You with me? To be conniving 
is to allow those illegal, harmful, unholy, unrighteous, not only to promote them and conspire to take part in them, but to ha you don't even bat your eye to the wickedness of the world and the devil. Is there people like that in good churches? Every one of them's got them. I'm here to tell you something. If Judas, if Jesus had a church of 12 members and had a Judas, I'd say it's pretty good odds about one out of every 12. I'd say there's a good chance of that. You with me, ain't you? Please don't die on me. I'm trying to help you this morning. Six proofs that you're Satan's puppet. Judas was conniving. I say this man not only goes undercover at church, but now he's both secretly and openly conspiring against Christ. By the way, when you're conspiring against God and His body, you're doing it both secretly and openly. Here's how. It's secret here, but it's open out there. Can I say, people you work with know the real you. Look up here. Yes, sir. Your husband... say Satan's puppets may have the wool pulled over the eyes of the other disciples so to speak up for a little while but eventually God does reveal them how did God reveal them well when he was hanging on a cross when he was hanging on a tree Judas was hanging from one you ever thought about that when Jesus was hanging on one Judas was hanging from one Amen. God, listen to me. If you don't quit letting the devil be the puppeteer, he'll hang you. He'll hang you. Some of us will be looking at the Savior hanging on the cross and we'll have to look at our brethren, our brethren, our sisters. 
sister and watched them hang from a tree. Jesus hung on the tree. Judas hung from a tree. My friend, I'm here to tell you, that's the seriousness of being a puppet to the devil. Verse 4. The Bible said he went his way and communed with the chief priests, the captains, how he might betray him unto them. Look at verse 5. What's the first four words say? Can I tell you something? I made notes last night of things I need. I had to say because God told me to say them. And here's one of them.
Now, if you're willing to take a chance on that, good luck with the shoe bears. Yeah. You all ever read the Bible? Yes, sir. There's shoe bears out there just for people like the red down the preacher. Amen. Because I'm not, it's, it's called the position God puts a man in. I didn't choose this. Matter of fact, if I'd get out, I would a thousand times. I believe that. I'd have done it. Yes, sir. If I get out of this, I'd have done it a long time ago. I'd be in the Bahamas right now. But I can't. I, I, I'm sorry that it's so solemn and serious, but here's all I can tell you. It's what God said to say at my friend one minute. Judas is sitting uh, with the chief priests and uh, he's sitting with uh, uh, the, the captains of wickedness and he's he, look at what the Bible said in verse in verse uh, in verse four, he went his way and communed with the chief priests and captains how he might betray him unto them. He sat at a desk with sinners and betrayed the only thing that could ever save them. Yeah. Yeah. People that's heard you say negative things about your preacher or this church or your brother or your sister or your deacon or whatever concerning the things of God. Let me tell you what you just did. You put up a do not enter sign on that door that will take them to heaven. You, you ain't getting back at nobody in here. You're sending people to hell. Right. right. That's right. Why in the world would they want your religion? And it ain't even good to you. That's all they know is what they see or hear. You think they're ever going to submit to a man of God any time in their life? And all they've done is hurt those who have a man of God running down. Who's doing all that? Yeah. Satan entered into Judas. First place he took him was the chief priest and started moving his mouth. Why is that the first issue that men always have? Maybe you don't fight this. Maybe you don't, maybe you don't fight this. But I'm going to tell you something. My flesh, as soon as I hear something, that has what seems to me to have any value in my flesh. First thing I want to do is share that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm sorry you're so good at not wanting to do that. If I feel like I'm holding top secret somewhere, first thing my flesh says is, I wonder if I'm so about this. Yeah, yeah. Help me, somebody. Yeah. yeah. I'm not trying to lose your trust and confidence in me, the confiding in me. No, I'm trying to do but I'm being honest about the temptations. By the way, temptation is not a sin, it's yielding to temptation. Right. right. Yeah. Exactly right. You can take the escape. I'm trying to move on. I'm, I'm, I'm your mouth. Think about this. Proverbs 4. Yes, sir. I thought I was going to get through all this this morning, but I'm not. Proverbs 4.23 said, Keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. Proverbs 15.28, The heart of righteousness studied answer, but the mouth of the wicked poureth out evil things. Listen to this. Matthew 12.34, All generation of vipers, how can ye being evil speak good things? 
For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. Why did God just call them vipers? This is all new to me. It's all Holy Ghost teaching to me. He said, why do you vipers say good things? Right. Your hearts are far from me. He called them serpents. Yeah. You want to know why? Yeah. Because everybody else that was hearing those good things come out thought they were good people. But God don't hear their voice. Right. He hears the voice of the puppeteer. He identified them with who it was saying those good things. It was a, it was a serpent. It was the devil. Listen to me. He called them a generation of hypers. Why? Because he knew the voice of the puppeteer. Oh, generation of vipers. He said, how can ye being evil? You're wicked at work, but you come in here and want to say hallelujah, testify. And I tell you, we just hear your voice, but he don't. Guess whose voice he hears? The puppeteers. All we see is what we see, but God knows the intimate details. Matthew 12, 35, A good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good things. An evil man out of the evil treasure will bring forth evil things. Matthew 15, 18, and 19, But those things which proceed out of the mouth come forth from the heart, and they defile a man. Listen, for out of the heart proceedeth evil thoughts, murderers, adulteries, fornications, thefts, cut, uh, excuse me, false witness, blasphemies. The Bible said in Psalm 44, 21, I'm going to close with this point. It says, shall not God search this out? He knoweth the secrets of the heart. Listen to me. I'm giving you some good scriptures. Luke 6, 45, a good man out of the good treasures of his heart bringeth forth that which is good. An evil man out of the evil treasures of his heart bringeth forth that which is evil for out of the abundance of the heart his mouth speaketh. Luke 12, 34 said, for where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Can I say if your heart was right with God, nobody would have to counsel or coax you to say good things or to do good things or to have something nice to say about God's people. You'd say them on your own. But my friend, saying these things here undercover like Judas was, then turning right around and running everything and everybody down in the midst of sinners screams one thing according to the Scriptures. You're a viper. This is kind of preaching Jesus done. You come here and say glory to God, amen, and I love you, brother. But as soon as you get out amongst your real crowd, yeah. you're a snake yeah. and a viper. You may have no, I'm pleading. You can come this morning and say, God, I don't want him to control me anymore. That's exactly right. I don't want him moving my mouth no more. I don't want him controlling my mind no more. I don't want him dictating my moves and my motives anymore. But you can't never get free from the hand of the puppeteer until you acknowledge you're a puppet. You're not real. I'm not telling you that to be me, Brother Scott. Boy, we've had a wonderful service. Yeah. We've worshipped and what a good spirit. And, yeah. and it's not ruined. Now God, He prepared our hearts and He softened our hearts so He could come by and lay the seed. Exactly right. Yeah. Good worship, sir. What are we going to do? 
I got three more. There's six proofs here. Now, I asked Brother Dax to preach, and, and anybody get to it now? But I'm going to ask you something. Please be honest. Brother Chris, yep, no, no, you okay. Just remember. I want to ask you something this morning. 